Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Today, my guest is Ayo Gospodinova. Did I say it well? (laughs) You said so sexy. You are sexy. You are so (laughs) damn hot chili pepper sexy. But aside or not on top of, but truly like right next to being this beautiful goddess Oh, I just got goosebumps. Oh my God, it's going to happen again, you guys. <laughs> are we going to do it again? We are yes. going to do it again. We're... So let me introduce you first of all. Okay, so you are a business and leadership mentor, which does not encapsulate who you are. Clients have earned over $6 million in 2020. Last year. Last, right? In 2022. And this morning when I went on Facebook to make sure that I would enunciate your name correctly I just (laughs) saw that you broke the half a million dollar mark yeah and you just made a live and when I congratulated you just a few seconds ago the tears started coming so well thank you thank you for having me I'm so happy to be here in this space we have so much to talk about today it's great to be here I'm so happy you're here so I would love to hear your story because I want the audience to hear your story because I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. you see women who are extremely successful and you just assume, well, you know, they've always had it. It's been easy for them. But when I just congratulated you about your beautiful milestone, the tears were just so beautiful and so natural. And and so we'll get to that. It's happening again, like when we speak about it, because it's so fresh. It's so fresh as well. Yes. And she's wiping her tears with hundred dollar bills, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How ridiculous is this, right? It's so beautiful. And oh my goodness. Well, if I knew I'm going to get this emotional, at least I would have had waterproof makeup on, but I really didn't expect that my body will react like that. Because what I share with you is that this is not the first time that I experienced a win like that, but to take it a little bit before that. So yes, hi, my name is Ayo and I am a business coach and a leadership mentor. And you're absolutely right that it doesn't really encompass what I'm doing and who I am. And I was even thinking before this podcast, how interesting this is that you're saying this, because I was like, okay, she's going to tell me, introduce yourself. And I'm going to end up in this space when I'm like, oh my God, do you have like three hours to really, really say what I'm doing and who I am? And sorry that I need to like, again, wipe the tear, but I've been in this space for over 13 years and I have quite of a journey with so many things happening. And I think that what is important to share with your audience is that what I've built was, I wouldn't say not in the stars because it was in the stars, but nobody thought that this will happen. So I've always been extremely ambitious and I've always dreamed very, very big. Even when I was a child, I was born in Bulgaria, which for those of you who don't know, it's almost like being born in a third world country. And some people oppose me, but I'm like in a country where people make 
$250 a month. Let's just say it again. In the country where people make a month, their salary is $250, $300 a month. And yes, you might say that the expenses are not as big as they are in the States or Canada, but it's still everything here is so different. So I was born here. I was raised here. And I've always dreamt so big that people were like, that's not relevant. That will never happen. Like I had people laughing at me. I had this gigantic dream of working for National Geographic. And everybody was like, that's not going to happen. And I was like, watch me doing it. And then it happened. But nobody expected that this will happen. I think only my mom truly believed that this will happen. But even my family, my family members, my friends. And of course, my story is just starting to happen. But for where I come from, it's big. I've never expected that this will happen the way it did. I never expected that it will grow so tremendously in such a beautiful and aligned way. I never expected that I will be one of the people creating history. I never expected that I will be creating revolution in terms of wealth and women succeeding and claiming themselves. We are one of the greatest. We are one of these people who are creating this shift and and this change. And that is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So you, did I already say it? Because I think it often, so I don't know if I just said it already in this podcast. I said, you are really a rare breed. (laughs) You are. And just Mm -hmm. you and I chatting uh, the other day, we were talking, we're just playing Mm -hmm. around. We're besties on Facebook. Yeah. That if I were an animal, I would be a Doberman. And I was thinking about that just as I was talking. (laughs) And I said, no, you'd be a dragon. Like you'd be, mm-hmm. you'd be something mystical and, and magical. Yeah. So why are you a rare breed the way that I see it? And I'd love for you to speak on this is mm-hmm. you're very much in your feminine. I mean, not mm-hmm. just being sexy, but just you mm-hmm. seem to me, you seem very laid back, relaxed, cool. You don't go after people. Mm-mm. And at the same time, what I find so unique about you, and it's the combination of the masculine and the, fem- and the feminine mm-hmm. energy, is that you're a goddess queen of masculine strat- of strategy. I don't know if it's masculine, but strategy mm-hmm. I guess, is masculine mm-hmm. because it's building and structure. Mm-hmm. And I've just never seen it quite that way. And Mm -hmm. so that is what you are doing that is so differently because you have some women that they're very much in their feminine and behind the scenes, I think that they might be overworking. And then you have some women, many women that's still in the matrix that it's just very much in the masculine hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm -hmm. And you just seem like this very relaxed balance of both. Were you always like this? Like, tell us a little bit about your background, I guess, in business, because you said you've been in this space for 13 years. What is this space that you're referring to? What is your business story? And I also noticed that you said that you're just beginning, which is insane because the success. Like Jello. And I'm dressed like her. I'm just getting started. Yes, that's right. That's right. I'm in in the house time right now. That's right. I don't even think so, girl. I I mean, you're what, 33, you said? I'm 33. Yes. Oh my gosh. When you say it, I'm like, 
it sounds so beautiful because 3333 is so interesting and and so many magical things have been happening this year. Yeah, I think you're in your quarter time. I don't think this is your half time, girl. I think like, I really believe it's just the beginning, right? Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Well, when you said it now, yes. Well, thank you so much for reflecting this first and foremost, because that means a lot to me because that is exactly who I am. So I'm doing a great job with communicating my message and also transmitting it through my energy. That's very important for me to put it out there. And so right now I'm coaching and mentoring people. And so in our industry right now, we have this tendency of either being way too feminine in your approach with business specifically. So I coach people with business, not with other areas of, of their life. And so I love that, but also people forget and they judge masculinity, which is so natural. I don't want people to shame masculinity in business because it's so needed in the beginning stages. And when you build, you do require a healthy level of masculine and there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm getting so annoyed when people slander it and shame it and speak as if it's like something icky. And I'm like, what? Because the masculine is this rawness, this energy, this roar, this power, this no fucking bullshit. You're not stepping in my lane and you're not crossing my boundaries. I'm negotiating my price. I'm not doing this like this and this and this and bitch, you better pay me my money. You know, it's that vibe. But then we enter into the feminine, which for me, the feminine is not I'm just going to relax and not do anything. The feminine is the creativity. The feminine is the trust. The feminine is the soil where the seeds are growing. The feminine is the groundedness. And the feminine can be grounded. The feminine is the softness. When the ego kicks in and you want to tell people to fuck off, instead of that, you tell them, okay, how can we make this better for both of us? This is the feminine stepping in. The feminine is the understanding. It's like when your client is really lying and and complain, complain, complain. And instead of you being shut up and do the thing, you're like, I understand you. And you're actually understanding them and validating them and nurturing them and, and protecting them in a safe space where they can share all this. And so that's very important. And you ask me, have you always been like that? I think... Yes, I've always been like that. I've always been very feminine and at the same time, I'm a beast, which is very interesting. I had a friend in high school, which used to say this. This is so funny. He used to say, Ayo, you have the brain of a businessman and the body of a goddess that's here to create sin. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. But it's exactly like this. And I think that that really gives like this holistic approach to business where you don't just hustle for nothing. And even if you hustle, it's in embodiment and power. And it's not even hustle. It's like going for what you want. Like the framing is different and you use every single thing of business. So you use all of the parts that make a conscious business because we're in the game of creating a conscious business. And then you ask me this industry, what industry have you been? Well, I've been doing marketing and sales and consulting for 13 years. I started when I was basically when I graduated, I always been in big corporations. I work with big magazines in the beginning in their marketing and branding teams. Then I shifted and I started working for huge media outlets in Europe. I work with the biggest 
broadcast channel in the Netherlands, NOS, and I was in their branding and marketing team, but I was also a reporter. I was a very, very fun reporter as well. It was lots of fun. And so I've seen it all. I've been in the masculine when it's so, give me a break. Like I've been there. I've been the only room and the board of just males, old males, old white males. And I'm the only, on top of all, foreigner, you know? So I've experienced that world. And I've also experienced this other world where, you know, it's super fluffy and not stable. And, you know, we have this experience. And so for me, it was important when I was getting into creating my first marketing agency, which was uh, 2015, I opened the very first one. And then I had three more marketing agencies. Even back then, for me, it was no bullshit, no bullshit, no bullshit. So no bullshit. I didn't want to have bullshit. And so that's how it came to be. And I think that that's something that currently people really are craving. They're craving these both worlds. And it's not always easy. It's not always easy. Sometimes it's challenging because there are moments when you want to step more into one of these expressions and there are moments when you want to step more into the other expression. So it's a dance. You have to learn to dance. And I observe myself a lot. I think really that, because I was going to say, first of all, if you're listening, I highly recommend that you follow IO on social media. I follow you both on Instagram and Facebook, but I really love following you on Facebook. It just feels Mm -hmm. alive to me. Yes. Yeah. You'll really be able to witness her in action. Mm-hmm. Just how you don't show up just when you want to, you show up very consistently, you show up yep. with your offers, you're providing so much value, you're actually selling. And so you're just such a wonderful model. Thank so you. what do you say to someone who, because I have a lot of listeners who tend to be a lot more either in the masculine coming from like corporate America, where, you know, we're, yeah, we're just overdoing and overgiving to everyone. And then or just women who are very much in their feminine, and they're not getting things done. So what do you suggest to someone that is in that two feet in one? Where do you go from there? Right. So with that, it's important to explain what is to be in the feminine, right? What is being in the feminine energy in business? What is being in the feminine energy in life? And I can specifically speak in business, what it is, because I think that for more people, it's confusing. Or even when, if they are in a corporate position, they are highly ambitious. For me, the feminine is when you are taking rest, taking space, when you are not abusing yourself. Like you turn the inner critique into your inner mentor. So you become softer, but with yourself, you become softer, but yet people don't cross your boundary. So when you have to incorporate the dark feminine as well, where she's like, shut up, no, or fuck off, things like that. When you just have to say things like that. I always say that behind every successful woman, there's a line of people who she had to tell them to fuck off. So I can tell you, I don't think we've, I think maybe I've cursed and you are so welcome. We'll just put that it's, this is a dirty podcast. 
This um, is a very dirty podcast. Take your kids away. Don't listen with your grandma. So we'll just put a little note, but I have to tell you, like you're just, ref- you are a reflector in human design. And on my podcast, I normally, or just in general on social media, I don't curse, but I love that you are being this way because this is truly who you are and truly who we have to be in a loving way, in a respectful way to tell people like back off or no. Holy, it's important for us to understand what is feminine energy in business and in life. And I think there's a misunderstanding there. There's a lot of like people telling lots of stories and what is the feminine in business? So the, or even in the corporate world, the feminine is very much first and foremost is allowing yourself to rest and not feel guilty about yourself. So it's important to understand something. As women, we are not like men, right? Physiology is very different. So I'm going to give you an example. And I give this example to my clients as well. This is the example. You wake up in the morning and your husband is next to you. And guess what? He's hard. He has a boner. He's ready to go. His physiology is ready, right? Most men are like that. If it's a healthy man and his healthy energy, he's on, like he's ready to penetrate the world. You, on the other hand, are like, "Mm, yeah, can I stay five more minutes? I just want to stretch. And you're like, maybe I want to have a quickie here. Yeah. But like, let's, let's not get crazy. What are you doing? But our physiology, we are not hard in the morning. We're soft in the morning. So that's why the feminine energy in the morning is she's relaxed. She is soft. She is fluid. She is very, very slow. Like the way she gets it. She likes having her coffee in bed where the guy doesn't really care. He's like, I'm up. Like very rarely men in their healthy masculine stay in bed long they get up you will notice that uh women are the opposite so even with that you can see how she operates like unlike men female and feminine energy goes like that during the day so you have your hormones during the month even more so yeah so my podcast is not necessarily video but i just clip little parts and so what you're doing is like undulating a wave so yes thank you for saying that so it's waves there are waves when the energy goes up and then it goes down and then it goes up and then it goes down and sometimes you don't necessarily notice it but during the day with women it is proved through research that their energy flops much more because of their hormones same with uh, your period so during your whole month depending on your period you have a week when you're like let's take the world normally this is when you're ovulating I think I'm not an expert in this but I've worked with experts I managed to period sync my business which I'm so proud of it took me a whole year I have to tell you guys that when I first heard this at first I was like whatever And now that I am part of this world and all the women in my mastermind, they always announce when they have their bleed. And I'm like, at first I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Exactly. Me too. 
Right. But now, and it's, I'm so glad you're talking about this because I'm 49. I had a hysterectomy when I was 43. So I haven't had my period forever. And on top of that, in my twenties and thirties, I was on birth control to take my period away so that I wouldn't shame. So not the the havoc that it caused in my body, which is probably why I had to have a hysterectomy later, but how beautiful that you're talking about this. And had I known about this, Oh, I just gave myself goosebumps, how I would have Mm. been able to honor the cycles of my body. Because yes, I remember like when a few, so when I would get my period, it would feel like I was just like down. I wanted to be down and I would force myself to work through the exhaustion. And so what you're describing now is the complete opposite of that. And I think a lot of women who listen to my podcast still have their menstrual cycle. So I'm so happy that you're introducing them to something that I only learned last year. Life-changing. It changed my life. I know this for quite a lot of time and I just couldn't, for some reason, my period will come a few days earlier, like two, three days earlier when I have still some things to do. And the last year and something, I say that this is my flex. It's not multiple six figures, consistent six figures, sold out long. That's not my flex. My flex is that my business is distinct with my period. And it's also, I've done this somehow intuitively. And I'm very happy with that because I could definitely see myself forcing myself to do things. And in all honesty, it was making me feel resentment towards myself. So Mm -hmm. self-abuse, when abuser is abusing you, what happens? You feel resentment. And then do you want to turn into the person who's abusing your own self? For me, it's absolute self-abuse when you're sick and you're like, I'm going to work. I know that some people are not as privileged not to work when they're sick. But when you can choose, I wasn't like that. Oh my goodness. It was like, I was wearing it on my sleeves. Look at me. I'm sick. I'm almost going to die, but I'm here and I'm pushing and I look at me and I'm like, I looked at this and I was like, this is stupid. (laughs) This is so stupid. When you have a choice. Absolutely. And yeah, well, when you don't know better, you can't do better. What does that look like for you in a month, for example, like during a cycle? Like, what does it look like for you to sing? I can't believe we're talking about our period here and like visit, but it is totally relevant. It's very relevant and very important because you really want to take the time and you can still do work. We're not saying that you're going to just curl in bed. Obviously, it depends how painful your period is, but it does a lot of things subconsciously to you. It first does the thing that you honor in yourself and you give yourself the treatment, you're not going to force somebody you love to do something when they're in pain. You're going to be like, oh, it's okay. Go to bed. I'm going to be here and take care. And you're like, it's time to get up. You know, you treat yourself like that. That's ridiculous. And so you can do in these days, you can do things that are not like, so for example, me as a coach, I don't have calls that take a lot of my energy. Like I would rather write content. I would rather do something that I can be in bed. I will write content or I will assess some things in the back end or I will relook at old offers and redo them. So I will do things that I can be like in my bubble, but I still can do things. And sometimes I can choose 
not to do things. I'm very happy because I've worked on my period and now my period is not as painful as it used to be. So ladies who are listening, it's not normal to have a painful period. Actually, it's not normal at all. So there are plenty of people who can help you to have an easy flow. It's not normal to be in pain. And I didn't know that. I thought that's how it is. It's not. I didn't know that either. The other day you made this wonderful post about your schedule. Girl, Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with you just in case you haven't noticed or you haven't when I say it. And I'm not like this with very many people, but you made a wonderful post that I screenshot, I saved Mm -hmm. and I sent it to my success partner who is always commenting on your stuff too, Monique Lumet. Hey, we're partnering. And I sent it to her and I said, check out her schedule because Mm -hmm. this, I was like, this bitch always looks relaxed and she's making all the money. So you were talking about like, this is what I do on Monday. I only take client calls on Tuesday. Can you talk a little bit about what your schedule looks like to give people? So we haven't given the perspective to people if they don't know that I had multiple seven figure business. And right now the business is almost close to seven figures within one year. So we're speaking about a lot of money coming in and a lot of clients and a lot of things going on. So I don't want people just think just because we've been talking about periods that I don't do anything. And Oh, I, I'm when I'm sick and down work, like I'm not like that at all, but I also made a decision to honor and respect myself and not self-abuse myself. Can I, and, before, can I just add to that, that no, and that I feel like that's what I've been trying to underline that you have mm-hmm. that beautiful synergy between the masculine and the yes, feminine, but it's exactly. very clear to me that you are working and that not only are you working, but that you're putting that your standard of excellence is very high. It's, it's, Ooh, I've just got goosebumps again. It's extremely high. Otherwise I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be attracted to you. I'm attracted to you. Now I got goosebumps, girl. What's going on? Like we have a girl crush on each other. I do. Well, this is so interesting. I personally, I'm declaring it that I would like to work with you in the, in the future. Just because you, yes, you embody in this field what I want to achieve. And so I don't mind declaring that publicly. Um, yes, and, 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 yeah, and and um and it's clear that to me that you're not just sitting on your butt. So you're working, you have a lot of different offers, they're generous, yeah. but you don't you genuinely look rested, calm. Yep in grounded and all those things, which is what I want. And there's this groundedness to you versus mm-hmm. like frenzy. So mm-hmm. all that said, it's clear that you have a Thank beautiful you. system, yeah. hustle, healthy, dynamic business that's making well, lots of money. Thank you for that. Well, it was very intentional. Everything is a game of chance. Nothing in my world happened just like that. It was very planned. Like with some people, it just happens like that. But with me, it was very conscious decisions, moving parts of the chess game. I'm a huge chess player. I love playing chess and I'm very good with that. And I was just sharing with a friend yesterday that my life is like that. And even now, when all this is happening and all this, what this business is compounding, I actually have another idea for something different, which is about to unfold in the following years. But yes, I had to create the structure in my life because I do a lot of things. Last year, I had almost 800 coaching calls. Like I would have back-to-back Tuesdays and Wednesdays like this, like literally full with some 
Thursdays here and there having calls and here and there uh, if I decide to have like on Monday. But my structure is the following. Monday is strictly admin, strictly strategy, strictly what's happening in the business. What am I selling, relooking, going within, planning, expanding, looking where things are going. Do I feel aligned with stuff? What else can I do? Selling processes, selling processes. I haven't mentioned, by the way, that I have just a part-time assistant. She's, she's, she's not even full-time. She does like 10, 20 hours per month for me. So Monday is all about that. Then Tuesday and Wednesday is really hardcore. And I don't recommend this to people. This is where my masculine kicks in, but I can do it. Like energetically, I can hold space for a lot of calls on Tuesday and Wednesday. And I do this on Tuesday and Wednesday because first of all, psychologically, I'm prepared that I'm going to hold space for people. So as a coach, this is not like a lot of other businesses. Being a coach is like a lot of being with people. It's like a therapist, but then they also expect you to tell them how to run a business and make a lot of money. I always say that. I feel like a, a therapist who also tells people how to make a lot of money and helps them to make a lot of money. So that's a lot of energy that you have to hold. So I do this on Tuesday and Wednesday, and it's really back to back, back to back, back to back. Then Thursdays are my days when I chill out and relax and I write content or I work on other businesses or I write my books or I record podcasts. But it's a day normally when I don't see people unless, by the way, it's a huge emergency because here's the thing. When your client is messaging you, telling you shit is hitting the fan, I need to speak to you. I understand boundaries, but also there are situations when the person, like a person, like a human to a human, you got to be there for the person, right? Fridays are off. Like, don't look for me on Fridays. I love pleasure on Fridays. I want to go and have a three-hour massage. I want to do fun things that I like. By the way, I really love building things like design and and even pages on, on, on my website. I know it's, it's one of my creative things that I'm like, I really love doing this. I like that. I do a lot of my covers my designs. I really love this. It's my creative side that I can put in the business besides a lot of other things. So if I do things on Friday, work-related, it's only going to be pleasure and fun. And that's it. And if it's something I don't do calls, like really the world has to fall apart for me to be on a call. I just can't do it. And I tell my clients, I'm not going to be energetically there. And I know this might sound for some people ridiculous, but I also want to make sure that when I'm on the call with you, you got me. Like my whole being is here. I'm not like, I heard one of my clients was sharing. She used to work with this really big name in the industry doing one-on-ones with her. And she was chatting on her laptop, not taking notes. It was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's, I, I don't want that. That's awful. That's awful. That's all right. Yeah, I've got something more important to do. It's the message. Okay, continue, continue. And Saturday and Sunday is also fun time, great time. But sometimes I get ideas and I write my books or <laughs> something else with my business. Like there are some things that are just so delicious for me in creation. Even when I go to the beach, sometimes I get this idea and it just pours through me and I record it. Of course. But 
yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's relaxed and chilled. And my body knows that and my body is prepared. Like my body is literally prepared that these days, Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm going to be on the roll. I'm going to, And it's ready to be honest with you. Like it's very ready to do that. And another thing is I go on vacations very often. Like I will take even two, three days and I'll be like, okay, I want to fly there. I want to do this. December, I take the whole month off. I'm not there. It's just supporting clients through commitments that we have already discussed. And we know what the dynamic is going to be, but I'm not, I'm not there. Like I'm not on the desk. Like last December, I was in Costa Rica naked on the beach the whole day. (laughs) And I have such a fun story, by the way. You want to tell it? Yes. I really want to, because it's ridiculous. So I was alone on this beach completely alone, no one, huge beach. And I'm naked collecting plastic. (laughs) Saving the world. Exactly. And you know, me just being fancy and, and like, look at me. And then I'm collecting plastic naked, but naked. So I'm like a totally, I don't care if somebody sees anything. I'm just bending and everything is like out there. So I don't care. I'm just like being there. All of a sudden, out of the blue, literally, I was like, what happened? This dog comes, beautiful dog. I think it was a chocolate lab. And um, I'm like, where did you come from? And all of a sudden, there's this lady coming. But I don't see her very well. So I continue picking up my shit. And she's seeing everything. Like, I just bend and I collect. And she comes to me. She's like, thank you so much for doing this. She's like, I saw quite a lot of you just before one minute you were bending and I'm like, that's okay. And she's like, wait a minute. I know you. (gasps) And I literally turned like that. And I'm like, am I being punked right now? Is that like a hidden camera? I'm like, are you filming me? Is this really like punked in the States? You know, they had the show with Ashton Kutcher. I'm like, they're punking me. They're pranking me. Somebody is pranking me. And that was when my business was really, really like taking off. And I was all over social media. It's like, I know you, your name is Ayo. Oh my goodness. Of course. I've been following you. And I'm like, this lady is, this is weird. At one point I was like, should I go and like find a knife or something? Or like, what's going on here? (laughs) He's like, you have no idea. I've been following you in one of the groups. And then I started following you. I'm on, on you. I messaged you. My name is Kathy. And I've seen you. And I messaged you and I asked you if you're Russian. Don't you remember? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. Do you know how many people message me? Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, I started my business because of it. it was like in a movie. And I'm like, I'm still naked here with the plastic and everything. And just like being a hot mess, sweaty and everything. She's like, I look up to you. I'm so impressed. And I was like, wow, this is really a proof that yeah. anything is possible. A hundred percent. possible. Yeah. A hundred percent. So this is so beautiful, magical, playful, because this is your feminine side. Just like, oh, I'm telling yeah. you this amazing story that happened. Meanwhile, right before that, you just gave us the entire breakdown of your schedule. And holy moly, like, <laughs> I just, I, I'm just in awe. And I told you, because we were trying to schedule some stuff. And I was like, my body physically cannot take more than two calls. Now actually my capacity is growing because I'm feeling healthier, which is amazing. Mm. And I'm so excited, but yeah, yeah I, I love that. 
yes, I personally cannot do more than like a call a few times a week right now, as of right now, but I love that you just know your body so well and what you need. And this is, if I preach anything, this is really it, that it isn't one size fits all, that you get to determine what it is that you want. Okay, I want to ask you one more question because you are a business and leadership mentor and there are so many people calling themselves like business coaches and leadership coaches. For someone who is just starting or they have a business, but it's not very fruitful. How do you choose? How do you see through the veil? Because I feel like, and not to criticize or badmouth anyone that I've worked with in the past, I just didn't know better. I didn't know what I was looking for. And so a lot of times I wound up hiring people that like, I hired this wonderful lady through uh, the 12 week year, Brian Mm -hmm. Moran, he wrote this book for like, accountability. I don't need an accountability coach. And I paid for a six month Mm. contract, but it wasn't her fault. I didn't know what I was looking for. So let's wrap up with this question. Mm -hmm. Someone that is looking for a business coach, what would you say? What are they looking for? Take it away. That's such a good question. Yes. I love that because I was thinking about this today. So if you're looking for a business coach, Make sure you're looking for a business coach and not a therapist. Step number one, identify, do I need a mentor or do I need a therapist? Mm. If I need a therapist, if I have deep trauma, if I have deep fears, if I have childhood, deep, 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 deep childhood trauma, maybe ideally I would also hire a therapist alongside a business coach, number one, or maybe I will work with a therapist or there's different kinds of therapists, by the way. There's so many great therapists that are not, you're just talking for one hour and they're just nodding. They're like, okay, see you next time. There's great therapists out there. And I do talk about different modalities on a podcast. So yes. Mm -hmm. So definitely find somebody who can help you with that area. Cause I get clients who come in my world and there's so much trauma. There's so much other stuff that just, we can't even get to the business. We just have to first deal with that. And by the way, that's one of the reasons why I got certified as a trauma-informed coach. The second thing is when you look for a coach, a business coach, please be in a stage where you feel ready to do shit. Because often what happens is people are like, okay, let's go, I'm hiring a coach. And then the coach is like, okay, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. How about this? How are you with this? And they're like, eh. And with some people, we managed to move through that. And I was even having a call yesterday in my mastermind, playing big mastermind. And I was speaking specifically about being stuck. There are levels when you're stuck and it's real and you're really stuck and a coach can help you and move through. But then there is this stuckness when it's ego-based and your ego is on purpose keeping you stuck because you're so afraid to go out. So it's keeping you small because it thinks I'm keeping you safe because you don't know that. It's unclear. It's not safe there. You're going to fail and you're going to think you're not good enough. So let me keep you safe. So you're stuck. So I will invite people to first think like emotionally where they are, like really envision Okay, we're doing this. I'm starting work with a coach. You have to be available. I I mean, I can't say it enough. I don't know if I've ever heard it said the way that you said. 
because people think that they're ready and they're just not ready to, I see this all the yes. time. I see this it's all like the a time. relationship. It's like a relationship. It's like this guy who tells you I'm ready to be committed. And then one year later, he tells you I'm not ready to be committed. And you're like, what? So it's commitment. This is also like people need to understand that it's almost like going for a marathon and you're like, oh, I don't want to run now. I'm not in the mood. We, we'll, we're going to do this. So that the other thing with coaches, specifically business coaches, if you really want to, because there's a difference, there's a life coach, energetics coach, all kinds of coaches, business coach has to be someone who either is having a successful business and not probably even one, but they have the experience. They've built a company already to a certain stage. Ideally, I would recommend also somebody who has have enough testimonials of enough people who they helped with because there are people who have been successful with their business, but they're not successful in business and coaching. And I've seen this. I recommend working with people who are either certified business coaches, so they do understand business. I've studied business. This is my master's degree. And then I became certified trauma-informed coach because I was like, okay, we're doing all the things, but people are not doing all the things. Like, okay, we need to dive deeper and we need modalities that are getting very deep for people to do things. So find someone who is trained, find someone. I know that qualifications maybe doesn't work sometimes. And sometimes you can find the unicorn who doesn't have qualifications, certifications and all of that. And it works. But I think that having some understanding how to do business coaching, life coaching is different than business coaching. It is slightly different. So find someone who has experience, has done it has gone through some kind of a structure because what happens is many go to these coaches and I love them and I appreciate them, but it's like, it's all over the place. Like, wait, what? It's because they don't know what's the structure of business coaching, right? And so these are my main things. Assess, are you ready? Do you need also extra support? Because we also... Yes, as business coach, you can always provide emotional support and all of that, but business is triggering. It opens up things. So you might need extra support. I have many coaches. I don't have one. I have three or four coaches. I have wow. three emotional energy healers and I have one therapist. All these people, I don't go to my business coach and expect my business coach to do everything. It's almost like doing this with a partner, going to your partner, expect your partner to be everything and anything. You need friends. You need community. A hundred percent. You invest heavily in yourself for your support. Yeah. And last but not least, I want to add this. If you're going to go into one-on-one or high level mentorship, invite the person on a call. If the person says they're not available for a call, even a 10 minute call, I'll be like, even with boundaries, I'll be like, you're in close proximity of this person specifically for that dynamic. If it's a program, Mm -hmm. you know, then I'll be like, it's a program. But if it's one-on-one, a mastermind, something that you pay high ticket, Mm -hmm. we need to have a conversation. We need to be like, I vibe with you because when coaches say, no, I don't do, and I don't even call them sales calls. I call it a connection call. I like that. I saw that 
exactly. This, this is so beautiful. And this, well, we've talked about so many things, especially the period sinking. That was incredible, truly amazing. And then this whole section on, on hiring Mm -hmm. a mentor, this is a conversation that again, I wish I would have had 10 years ago. Yeah. That was when I first hired my, my mentors and I've gone Mm -hmm. mentors and coaches and programs and masterminds where I just didn't know what to ask and I hadn't done the reflection work. And so I kept repeating the same pattern. So thank you for asking me this because I was thinking today to do either a post or something on that because I do feel that people don't know what to do in a dynamic like that. Even with everybody being in good intentions, sometimes not everybody knows how to use to the maximum what they have, you know? or leverage this presence of this being. Now they're in your life. You are supported. Go and use this. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I have, I've had this, I mean, luckily I've pretty much always, I've not always been mature, but I remember having a coach and I said, you know, I'm just not getting what I need. Like, this is what I want. And he goes, but Barbie, this is not what I am. This is not what I offer. Mm. And so again, if I accept the responsibility, like it's very easy for me to say, you know what, this person and I should have had the discussion before he or she should have said, okay, well, what are you looking for? But that's not the reality of what's happening. However, moving forward, I will be, for example, with my masterminds, and I actually did do that with my masterminds, or if I'm not currently doing one-on-one, having a human conversation with the person, because I don't want to just take people's money and say, okay, but this is not what you wanted. This is not what I expected. This is not what I offer. And so I think on both ends, what I'm saying is I don't want to blame, but I want to take 100% responsibility for myself. But I think that the change needs to happen on both ends with the coaches, the mentors Mm -hmm. and and the people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's another thing that I was thinking today. It's like we put a spotlight on the coaches, but sometimes the client also has to be part of the dynamic. And that's why I often ask people when we start working together, what is the expectation for this? Like even when it's a once-off call, there's a question that says, what is the expectation that you have from this call? And if somebody tells me, I've had a prospect three years ago, I think. And when she came to me, it was a $25,000 commitment. And we were supposed to work six months together. And I was very excited. We were very connected. Like we had a thing going on. And before we started working, I asked her, what is the expectation? She was just starting. She was starting just as a brand new certified coach. Nobody knew her. And she said, I want to have 300 clients next month. And I was like, okay, do you have an email list? No. How big is your following? Like friends and family. Okay. Are you ready to invest quite a lot of money in ads? No. Okay. Do you want to do this? No. Do you want to hire people to go and set up appointments or something? Because with 300 people, no. And then I was like, I can't do anything then for you. It's impossible. Like 300 people with nothing. And I'm glad that she communicated it so openly. So I can say, and I I was very upfront. I said, I can't do this within. Save your money. Save your money. And here's the thing. She did work with me because she was like, okay, I get it beautiful. She got it. So, so she did end up working with me and she ended up uh, closing, by the way, some really big names that was so interesting. She closed these people. It was like really high level. I I can't get into details, but it was like top players. And we were like, 
okay, this is it. But because of the clear communication, because everybody was so honest, we could communicate like that. And sometimes people, they are afraid to communicate something. And then all of a sudden they communicated. And it's again, like a relationship, because here's the thing, you can grow apart from your coach, but then you bring it on and you say, Hey, this is what I'm experiencing. And then it has to be assessed. Well, what can both parts do? Because right. because coaching is about both parts. It's not consulting. Consulting is only me consulting you and telling you what to do. And you have to go and do it. Coaching is me and you having a conversation, asking the right questions. And we both right. like dance together. And you can always say, I don't vibe with this, to be honest with you. And I'm like, that's interesting. What can we do? Right. So beautiful. Wow. Okay. This has been one of my very favorite ever podcasts. <laughs> I feel like we could talk forever. And Me I just, too. Yeah. I just want to say thank you so much. My pleasure. I'm personally looking forward to, yeah, I'm going to say it. Like I'm personally looking forward <laughs> to being coached by you. Yeah. Oh, and, yes. I, I love mean, that. It's, it's been feeling right. Not right now, but it, it's been feeling right for me. And mm. I, I see it in the horizon for us. Me and too. I wanted my my audience to get a taste of you. Oh, you're you. so amazing. I love you so Thank much. You. Thank you. I love you too. Guys. Thank you so much, Barbie. I and appreciate you. Appreciate the audience as well. And I hope you guys laughed. And I hope you got some really insightful things that are uh, were activating you. If not, then we will probably see each other on a beach in Costa Rica and I'll be naked collecting plastic. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Oh my goodness. All right. And I will be putting, linking your website, your Facebook, your Instagram below. See you next time. Bye. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.